Welcome to the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Texans have no idea how close they are to losing the state to the left. They have no idea. And if they don't wake up to a couple of very critical facts, if they don't do something about it, we will lose Texas within the next four years. That's not hyperbole. I believe that to be absolute fact. I'll explain with Ken Paxton, our Attorney General, in 60 seconds. First, if you haven't taken a look at what my pillow's got going on lately, you might want to take a few minutes today and check out the website. Uh, their products are all on sale. Right now, you can get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 or 50% off their new flannel sheets or their six-pack towel sets, which are now going for $29.98. Right now, MyPillow. They appreciate your support, and they want to thank you for the years of support. Take advantage of their free shipping, especially on larger items such as mattress toppers, 100% made in the USA, and on sale for as low as $99.99. And you'll also find sales on their kitchen towels, their dog beds, their blankets, and so much more with the promo code BECK. To find the offer, you have to go to MyPillow.com. Click on the Radio Listener Special Square to check out everything I've mentioned and more on sale. Remember, enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117 for these specials plus free shipping. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, uh, welcome to the program, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, we have so many things to uh, talk about, but I think the most important thing that I want to get to first is the Court of Criminal Appeals. Texas is a weirdo state, and most states, I think 40, 48 of them, don't have this. Um, it's it's like a Supreme Court, if I'm not mistaken, uh, but what is its jurisdiction? What do they do exactly? So- so there, we're very, you are, we are a little weird. I think there's only one other state like us that has a bifurcated system where half, the, well, the, some of the cases go to the Texas Supreme Court, all the civil cases. And if you have a, on your final appeal it, for a criminal case, it's the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals. So it's split. And most Texans are not aware of this nine-member court that is all Republican. And most Republicans, even the most educated, don't know who's on that court. So this is becoming very, very important, and especially, and you'll know this in really deep red states, uh, states like Utah, just because it says Republican does not mean they're Republican. In Texas, a lot of times, Democrats just switch to Republican um, because they know they can get elected with an R behind their name. And then you also have these horrible Republicans who are you know, uh, Republican in name only, as we know to be rhinos. Um, and that's who's really on. There's some that are, are good, but there's a few of these guys on this court. And it is stopping the attorney general's office now from prosecuting any kind of election fraud, which is a new thing, is it not, Ken? Uh, yeah. So this statute was passed by the legislature legally under their constitutional role to pass legislation and direct the attorney general to do whatever they wanted to do. And they did that in 1951. We prosecuted, literally, we had almost a thousand cases being prosecuted when they struck this down two years ago. Uh, It was suddenly struck down out of the blue. 
and they made the argument that it was unconstitutional violation of separation of powers because I'm in the executive branch for me as attorney general to be in court. If they're right, every every uh, court prior to them, every case, really every attorney general in the country is violating the Constitution and has since the founding of our country. If this nine member court that voted eight one suddenly out of the blue to strike this uh, law down. How did that happen? I think, honestly, it's it's nine members. Nobody knows who they are. We have one good one, Kevin Urey, and they waited till two days after the filing deadline two years ago to run against them. So we could not uh, f- put up candidates last time. So they, they got a two, two-year pass. They thought we'd forget about it. They thought they'd have me out. And because George Soros has put his DAs in the liberal counties, I believe he is funding, along with uh, a, a group called Texans for Lawsuit Reform, funding yeah. these candidates to ensure that we can't prosecute voter fraud in Texas. Okay, so um, there were th- there's a three-prong approach going on here in Texas to turn Texas blue. The first thing is George Soros coming in and getting the DAs in all of the big counties. Um, the second thing is get rid of our attorney general and get somebody that won't fight back. And the uh, third thing is the Court of Appeals. And it, I, could, I could probably flip those last two and make the Court of Appeals and then coming after you and trying to get you out as the, uh, as the, the, the final step. Um, they've already got now the first step done. They have the Court of Appeals now. They failed on getting rid of you. But th- if this doesn't change in the Court of Appeals, you can't bring up any uh, fraud charges for anything in Houston, Dallas, or wherever it is. But these main uh, DAs are the only ones that can bring up fraud charges. Well, if they're Soros people, that's not going to happen. And, and what- they are Soros people. I've watched, I watched Soros unelect Democrats that were prosecuting all kinds of different crimes. He came in and put progressives in who won't prosecute much of anything, including voter fraud. So they've got that piece in place. I believe right now they have court of criminal appeals in place and they're coming after me again. I have another trial just like Trump in April that has been sitting there for nine years. And the court of criminal appeals moved me out of my home county, which is Republican, to Harris County, which is Democrat and Democratic judges all the way up. And obviously, Democratic jury. And why did they do that? Because after nine years, they decided they still need to get rid of me because the impeachment didn't work. The election, the attempted uh, knocking me out in the election and even having the federal government come after me. None of that's worked. It is it is amazing to me, this this legal warfare. And I, I heard about this maybe eight years ago that they were starting to look into ways to go against uh, anybody who stands against them with the court system. And I thought, well, that's interesting, but we'll, you know, we have, you know, we have judges and we have juries and everything else. It doesn't matter if they pick the court, it doesn't matter. That's exactly right. And think for this, for these criminal cases, they've moved me into, they moved me into Harris County where my chances are much less at winning. And especially, you know, if we have a democratic jury pool and democratic judges, and then the court of criminal appeals, has the final say, uh, I would say my chances aren't very good. I think they've done the same thing to Trump. They put him in very liberal places like New York or Fulton County, where the process is slanted against you heavily. And it makes it, and it's also obviously very expensive. Trump has resources that I don't have. So that's the other thing. They, they try to drain you financially so you yes. cannot fight. And unfortunately, it's not just the Democrats. This is the Karl Rove 
you know, slash Bush wing of our party. And it, it, it involves the, the Dick Weeklies of the world with Texans for Lawsuit Reform and other liberal groups that seem like they're Republican, but they're, they're, not, they're not on our side. So the Texas for Lawsuit Reform, correct me if I'm wrong, used to be uh, conservative. It was a conservative group. But yes. now the billionaires are involved, and Dick Weekly is one of them. He's a construction guy, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, he and Carl Rove and uh, another guy, um, gosh, what's his name? Uh, Dennis um, Calabrese. Calabrese. Um, these three kind of really make the meat of the Texas lawsuit reform. One goes out, raises a lot of money. A couple of them do, actually. Uh, the other guy is the strategist. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't Calabrese, didn't he go? He was part of the no bail uh, action, wasn't he? Yeah. So he was helping work uh, the, uh, I think it's called the Truman Foundation. Oh, no, Arnold Foundation. Yeah. It's a very progressive group on criminal matters. And he was worked with them until he was accused of tax evasion, went to federal prison, but then he also was sued by the Arnold Foundation for taking some of their money, and uh, there was a judgment against him for, I think, $8.5 million, and then suddenly that judgment gets paid, and he's back working with Dick Weekly and Texans for Lawsuit Reform. So, who paid that, yes, who paid that eight, $8.5 million judgment? I have no idea. It was mm. all... Maybe it was uh, Hunter Biden's art you, friends. You can, always, uh, you can guess. Yeah. Okay, so he goes back to work... Now, he's for embezzlement. He's a, a criminal for embezzlement. He was part of the move to get all of these, uh, all the bails dropped. Why is a so-called conservative group and conservative like Dick Weekly? why are they bringing him in? Well, that's a good question, except if you look at where they're headed now. I mean, they've, they've focused on taking out Republicans. They tend to fund now. They'll they'll fund Republicans, but they give them so much money that they're beholden to them. And they're not necessarily a conservative group anymore. Their original purpose was to stop lawsuit abuse. And now they branched into all kinds of things. They're supporting, they're putting millions of dollars behind uh, the speaker who's controlled by the Democrats. And then they they give all of uh, all of his people, you know, millions of dollars and they control the Texas legislature. And it ends up not representing the voters because now the voters don't, they don't even need their money. The, the House members don't even need their money because so much of it's coming from Texans for Lawsuit Reform and a group called ART, Associated Republicans of Texas, which Carl Rove is very involved with. So they're, they're, they all work together. Carl Rove, we know him uh, quite well. He's, uh, he's always a great helper. Um, all right. So who are the judges that are going up for election this year? And this is going to be a tough one because nobody knows what the Court of Criminal Appeals is. When you look at judges... You don't know. You don't know how who these judges are nine out of 10 times. And people will look and they'll go, I don't know. It's a Republican. Uh, it's an independent. I, I don't know. I'll vote for the And you just guess. So you got three exactly people right. coming up and Texans have got to know these names. That's exactly right. I think this is the most important election I've ever been involved in. I mean, even my election. These three judges, if we can't turn this court, we will not be able to prosecute voter fraud, and we will be Georgia, we will be Arizona, we will be Wisconsin. We will have the same result. I was able to stop that with my great team last time, but this this is where we're headed in the next couple of years if no one that cares about voter fraud actually gets to prosecute it. And so Gina Parker, the three people that we want to elect, Gina Parker, 
Lee Finley, and David Shank. And I'm going to repeat them one more time. Gina Parker, David Shank, and Lee, fin- Lee Finley. And, and it starts, voting starts February 20th, which is this coming Tuesday, early voting. And March oh, 5th is the, uh, is the final election. So this is really critical that people on your show from Texas spread the word. And if you're not from Texas, realize if we don't hold on to Texas, I mean, we are in trouble nationally we can't win elections nationally this is the number one thing that people say to me you know glenn if we can't go after voter fraud if we can't clean it up and i mean clean it up on our side if there is any or their side just fair voting if we can't prosecute this if we can't go after it then we have no trust in the elections and how do you have a republic well you don't you don't in texas this is is the solution to this if you can get three people gina parker lee finley and david shank if you can get those three onto the board of criminal appeals court of criminal appeals there's a chance that this thing can be overturned and the attorney general didn't you have almost like 400 cases of voter fraud here in texas going on so we had over 600 counts that we were prosecuting at the time they struck it down. All those got dismissed. We had a 392 investigations that got, had to be halted because of this decision out of the blue with no, you know, totally surprising us. So, no, we are not prosecuting. There's not a single case that I know of in Texas now being prosecuted, not a single voter fraud case by a single DA in this in this state. Maybe there's one, maybe there's two, but I can guarantee you they are not. This is not being prosecuted in Texas anymore. God, that's bad. That's yep. really bad. That's really bad. But we can fix it. If this election goes the right way, then it'll, we'll still be down 5-4, but we'll be sending the message to the legislature, fix this, and the Court of Criminal Appeals will realize we're coming to get the next ones if they don't fix this decision. Well, the same money behind these guys, if this is accurate, would be the people behind the uh, Speaker of the House, who is just a nightmare. A nightmare. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And you're going to see money spent on these races for the first time by the other side. And because they know that we're getting the word out. And so you're going to see these TV ads supporting these incumbent Texas Court of Criminal Appeals judges. We've, I've never seen money spent in these races, but we're going to see it. And Texans for Lawsuit Reform and other groups affiliated with them are going to be involved. Stu, we need some something like a jingle for Gina Parker, Lee Finley, and David Shank. We, <laughs> like need, some, we need something. I don't know how. I don't know how you make those names stick, but we need a jingle that we can play every day. I'll work mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, you'll work on that? Okay, good. We'll work on it too, Ken. I don't know how. You, as an audience, can somebody come up with something catchy that helps people remember? Because you got a week. You've got a week to do this. All right, back with Ken Paxton on uh, the border in 60 seconds. Stand by. First, there's enormous economic upheaval that is headed our way right now. It is like nothing we've seen before in our lifetimes. Conditions really, really volatile. And when that happens, precious metals can make the difference between protecting your retirement or losing it. Lear Capital makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into a gold and silver IRA. Best part is there are no tax penalties to do it. Plus, it's easy. Lear can walk you through it in three simple states. Please call Lear today. Ask them about your free wealth protection guide. There's no obligation. Just get the information, read it, study it. Talk to your wife or your husband and uh, and pray on it. Protect your hard-earned retirement with gold or silver. 
with $3 billion in trusted transactions, thousands of five-star reviews, and 24-hour risk-free purchase guarantee, Lear is the precious metals leader that you can trust. Get your free wealth protection guides, and Lear will also credit your account $250 towards your purchase. So call Lear Capital today. 800-889-3070. 800-889-3070. Lear Capital, 800-889-3070. 10 seconds, station ID. Wow, I don't know how you're going to remember these names. Gina Parker, Lee Finley, David Shank. Okay. Let me talk to you uh, about a couple of other stories that are in the news today on Texas. One is um, a court. I don't remember. It's not the Fifth Circuit Court. It's another court that is saying that Texas doesn't have the right to um, uh, to arrest or turn around people at the border. And the judge seemed very hostile to Texas. Can you tell me about this? Case. Yes. So this was a case filed by first the ACLU, which you're very familiar with, and then the Biden administration, which you're also familiar with, alleging that Texas doesn't have the authority. We passed a, a bill this last session. The legislature, the governor signed it that allows us to deport people that come into our state. And uh, that's what they see this over. And we make the argument, look, if the federal government is not going to follow uh, federal law, they're not going to. If Joe Biden is not going to follow the Constitution and protect our people. We have the right to protect our people. And there's no way that Texas or any other country, any other state would have joined the union if the deal was yes. we're not, the federal government is not going to protect you. And by the way, if we don't protect you, you're not allowed to protect yourself. There's no way that anybody joins the union if that's the deal. And so we'll continue to fight this. Look, they filed it where they wanted to file it. They picked the court. So not surprised by that result. We'll appeal it to the Fifth Circuit. And hopefully we'll draw a, a, a good panel that, that understands the law and understands the Constitution. You may not, however. Um, this particular judge said, I don't see Texas at war. There is no invasion. Does invasion have to mean war? I think it's pretty common to understand that we're being invaded. I mean, yes. I, you can you can you know work with you can work around the, the, the word. But I think the common understanding of invasion is exactly what's happening. The cartels are not our friends. The Chinese are not our friends. They're importing drugs. They're importing crime. They're building networks into our state and into our country. They're costing us lives, kids. They're costing us a, a lot of higher crime, and they're costing us, you know, a lot of money that we don't necessarily have to keep paying for millions of people crossing the border every year. Okay, That's there's an invasion. I've got I've only got about uh, 90 seconds. There's a third case. Tell me about that one. OK, so we actually uh, we have the Shelby Park case, which got combined with the wire cutting case. Got so it. we are still in the middle of that case. We, we lost an injunction at the Supreme Court, but that injunction did not say anything about us. It basically we can still put wire up. We can still put fences up. And I can guarantee you this. We're going to keep putting them up, even if the federal government comes onto our property and cuts them down. And didn't Biden sue you guys? And which lawsuit is that one? Okay, so they sued us over the the uh, election. I mean, over the um, the, the border <laughs> the border bill. Right. It's very confusing. Over the border bill that we just talked about, where we're deporting. Okay. They sued us over that. I sued them after I came back from the little impeachment rest. Uh, I sued them over the wire because I didn't think they had the right, right to come on our property and cut it down. So that's that's a that's our lawsuit. 
Okay. And then the, right. we also have the buoy case that they sued us over that we're still in the middle of as well. My gosh. I mean, this is just the time and money that all of us are spending right now, even the average American citizen, just on common sense things is ridiculous. I mean, it's it's destroying us. It really is. All right. Um, Ken, hang on, because there's something else that is going on that we want to talk about. Ken Paxton, the attorney general of the great state of Texas, joins me next. The importance of the attorney general every state must have a great attorney general we'll explain a little more and introduce you to one next glenn beck all right let me tell you about the uh, international fellowship of christians and jews just a few months ago now october 7th hamas began a war with israel that continues to this day i mean hokel herself said if this had if Canada had done this to New York, uh, Canada would not exist today. And it's true. If they had done something that bloody and awful, they wouldn't. We would have responded. And now we're trying to stop Israel from doing this. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. And most people know it. If they think about it, they know that to be true. But you've had real upheaval in Israel with the citizenry and the medicine and the medics and everything else. The need is great in Israel. That's why I've partnered with AFCJ. Visit Support the IFCJ. Again, that's the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. They need your help and need your support. Give as generously as you can. Your gift will be matched to double in impact and help uh, provide twice the support Right now, support ifcj.org. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and get subscribed to Blaze TV. Right now, if you use the code free speech, you will save 30%. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. You know the role of the attorney general and how important it is. The attorney general and the sheriffs are the last line of defense. Uh, and we've lost a good one in Utah. Sean Reyes is not going to run for reelection. And Ken Paxton is making an announcement today of who he is endorsing in that race. Ken. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, as you know, I'm a huge friend and uh, fan of, uh, of your current attorney general, Sean Reyes. Yes. And I've spent a lot of time. He's helped me a lot. I've helped him. We've worked together to fight the federal government. We've gone against big tech, big pharma. And so it's really important to me to have good attorney generals across the country. We don't have enough of them. We don't have enough Sean Reyes's. So I, I talked to a lot of people in, uh, in Utah. And so I've decided to endorse uh, Rachel Terry, who works in the office and who knows what's going on. And I believe will continue the legacy of Sean Reyes. And I think she'll be a great ally of Texas. Thank you, uh, Ken. I appreciate it. Uh, Rachel Terry is with us now. Uh, she is a candidate. There are five or six people that have just popped up and are all running for it. This is so important that each state gets their attorney general right. If you fail to do this, you can you you're just not a help in the fight. Rachel, welcome. Thank you. Good morning. I'm very excited to be with you and Attorney General Paxton this morning. Yeah. So. Um, 
what is it that you have been doing? Uh, so I've been an attorney for the past 20 years, spent most of it as a litigator, handling some of the biggest cases in the state's history. Uh, anything from uh, representing coal mine operators to universities in significant Title IX cases. Now I am the director for the Utah Division of Risk Management that handles all of the insurance, all of the claims, and oversees all the litigation defense for the state of Utah. What are the big things that are coming our way that you want to focus on if you're the Attorney General? Well, this this is a big race, as uh, A.G. Paxton indicated, and as you've mentioned, having the right Attorney General really matters because we're at a, a critical tipping point in fighting the federal government. Federal overreach is everywhere. And it's it's felt very personally here in Utah. Uh, if you live anywhere uh, in southern Utah, it's present in your everyday life as the federal government is shutting down access to public trails, to uh, access to energy, to everything in their lives. In some of the counties, they're owned uh, by the federal government. Over 90% is owned by the federal government of their lands, making it very difficult to manage those counties. Uh, we see it in education, federal overreach in education. Uh, as someone who litigated Title IX cases, I saw this constantly in trying to uh, provide advice and support to educational institutions as the federal government bureaucracy continually changed the definitions applicable in Title IX. And then in our energy policy, and then certainly uh, on the border, I am so grateful to be able to be endorsed by Attorney General Paxton because the border fight impacts all of us. We're all border states now. And if elected, I will stand and fight with him uh, on the border issues, on federal overreach issues uh, to protect uh, the United States of America and the citizens of, of Utah. You know, I used to ask this of politicians, but I think it's more appropriate for, well, anybody right now. But um, uh, attorney generals, you're going to come under attack like nobody's business. How's your soul? What's the worth <laughs> of your soul? I am so glad you asked that. You know, I have teenage kids. Uh, I have twins. They're 13. And my husband and I have discussed this very issue uh, when I told him I wanted to run for attorney general. Uh, I sold it to him like this. I said, what if um, what if I apply for a job that doesn't pay any more than what I'm making? <laughs> and I have to ask, I have to ask strangers for money to get it. And uh, people are going to be really mean to us. Uh, and he said, I'm in, I'm in. Wow. And it, it is a significant race in Utah. We, uh, there's a Senate race to replace uh, Senator Mitt Romney, and that's taking a lot of the energy in, in the state. But what I want people to know is that the attorney general race is more important to their daily lives it because is. Congress is broken. They're not getting the work done. Who's getting the work done? It's our Republican attorneys general. Uh, I want to point back to something you'd said on a previous show. You'd said um, what we need is a, a strong conservative uh, law firm to fight these fights. Yeah. And that's exactly what our Republican attorneys general are. Our job is to fight this fight and to uh, fight this 
incredible administrative state that is changing the very ground underneath us without any oversight from Congress or the president. Um, they've abdicated uh, these important roles to bureaucrats. I'm a bureaucrat myself currently, and but I, in the state of Utah, have significant oversight by the governor's office and the legislature, and unfortunately, Congress isn't doing that. So the attorney general and me as the attorney general will fight to protect Utah, to protect uh, conservative values across the country and be that conservative uh, law firm, the conservative voice for the country. Rachel, I'll tell you, and I would tell you this privately, but everything I say, you know, is always on the record. Um, if you have a single fingernail of a, ske- uh, of a skeleton in your closet, uh, it will be found and used against you. And uh, I would recommend, if you haven't already, I'm sure you have, but get everything out. You can't have anything. No one could, whatever you want, they will try to offer to you. And it will be very tempting. Everything that you're afraid of, if they can't get you with what you want, they will scare the hell out of you with everything you're afraid of. You cannot be afraid of anything. Yeah, that's, um, that is true. Um, as someone who has been deep in the trenches of litigation, I've felt that. Uh, this is a next level. This is next level. And I'm prepared for that. I hope my family is, is prepared for that. I don't think you can ever be truly prepared for that. No. In terms of, uh, you know, I... There is a huge temptation in politics, and I can see it from those who I know who are in this mm-hmm. space. Um, you get exposed to a lot of um, a lot of money, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of uh, fun activities. The reason why I'm prepared for that is one, my faith. Uh, I go to church every Sunday. Uh, my family is is very devout, and the second is my family. I have 13 year old twins. I don't have time for the nonsense of the political space that um, that wants to offer me things. All I want to do is to go to work for the state of Utah and then come home and do carpool and go to my kids' sporting events. And I want to be the most boring attorney general that the state of Utah has ever seen mm. because all I'm going to do is the work for the state and stay out of the news for anything other than winning. Honestly, that's the way Mike Mike Lee has uh, made an impact. He's just boring as not. There's nothing happening with. <laughs> you're not looking for a scandal for him because nothing's happening. Um, well, can I ask well, you? If I may, yeah. Well, if I may, I am going to come clean about one tiny political fib. So on my website, it says that I love hunting. So the truth of the matter is, is my husband is is a He's obsessed with hunting. It's his favorite thing in the world. And I love him. And therefore, I love hunting. <laughs> okay. There are all kinds of taxidermy in my house. Yeah, yeah. I have, God bless you. I have gone. And uh, an activity that requires you to get up at four in the morning and sit quietly in the cold is not actually for yeah, me. Yeah, so good, good. I'm it. glad we cleared I've, that I've up. Now cleared the air. I've yeah. cleared the air. Can I ask you something? This may be unfair, and feel free to say so, because you have no reason to be following this other than curiosity, and I'm asking your professional opinion. 
What do you think of the case of Donald Trump uh, and the $350 million uh, settlement? I think it's outrageous. Uh, one of one of the biggest complaints, and that's a fair complaint in our nation today, that people feel is that there are two tiers of justice. One for the rich and the powerful and the liberal, and one for everybody else. And we've seen that play out over and over again over the last four years. And that has to stop because our country is, only, is built on trust. Our foundation is trust. If people believe that the judicial system still works for them, then we're safe from tyranny and anarchy. When they stop believing that it works for them, then we fall into chaos. Yeah. And so when cases like this happen, it's very troubling because it only reinforces people's greatest fears that the system doesn't work for them, that it's stacked against them. And then people will take justice into their own hands, which is deeply dangerous and will uh, destabilize us as a country. So my goal is to return us to a, a system where it's equal justice for all under the law. Rachel Terry is her name. When is the uh, race? When is the vote for this? So in Utah, we've got a caucus convention system. I am a convention-only candidate, which means I did not pay to get on the ballot, which is what you can do with signatures So uh, on the primary ballot. So I'm going to convention on April 27th. Our caucus is March 5th. Uh, everyone should, every Republican should show up to their caucus on March 5th. They can find out where to attend on precinctportal.org and run to be a state delegate so they can meet me and vote for me at the state convention on April 27th. And I'm confident we'll make it through, I'll make it through the convention and be on the primary ballot on June 25th. Good. I hope so. Thank you so much, Rachel. I appreciate it. Her name is Rachel Terry. She is a candidate now for attorney general. Uh, in Utah, just endorsed by the uh, Attorney General of Texas on the program. Thanks, Rachel. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Relief factor. You know, some people, they just fall asleep at the end of the day. The minute their head, you know, hits the pillow, they just sleep, and then they sleep through the night. You know the only people that do that are psychopaths because they don't have anything to question. They don't have anything. They're like, well, did I do this right? Did I do what did I say? Only psychopaths. So if you have a great night's sleep every night and you can fall asleep, chances are you're a psychopath. Now, if you're not a psychopath, may I recommend Relief Factor? Huh? Pretty good, right? Yeah. Because uh, nobody wants to be a psychopath. Just take Relief Factor. Just like Relief Factor, the regular pain relief from Relief Factor, Relief Factor sleep is 100% drug-free. It's a blend of natural ingredients designed to promote healthy sleep by reducing anxiety and distress, improving mood, and promoting relaxation. So you can turn the brain off. Um, I know from experience it works. Why? Because I'm not a psychopath. Feel the difference. The first night, first bottle, 1995. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800, the number four relief. 800, the number four relief. Relieffactor.com. Glenn Beck program. Glenn's newsletter is free and full of useful info delivered every day right to your inbox. Sign up at glennbeck.com.
Welcome to the uh, Gledbeck program. Tomorrow at 2.30 Eastern, set an alarm. Uh, I'm going to do a live broadcast for Blaze TV subscribers. Uh, a live one-on-one article uh, or um, interview with Tucker Carlson. It is the first interview he has done since returning uh, from uh, Russia. I've got quite a few questions for him. Uh, it'll be live 2.30 Eastern tomorrow. Blaze TV subscribers only will get it live, and then it will be released. I don't, I don't know when exactly, but if you don't subscribe to Blaze TV, I'm just saying... What are you doing? We really need your support, and we really want to provide the product that you need every day, and I think we do in many, many ways. This is one example. You can join us at blazetv.com slash free speech. Use the promo code, no, slash Glenn, promo code free speech, and you'll save 36 bucks. That's great. That's great. Sounds wonderful. 36 bucks. That's... uh. We could use that money right now. You know, we, yeah. you know, the co- the country is spending a decent amount of money, mm. twenty million dollars, to maintain a super yacht Ooh. seized from a Russian oligarch in twenty twenty two. Yeah. Now, among the the money there is three hundred and sixty thousand dollars a month in crew. Yeah. Now. You might know the super yacht world better than I do, Glenn. Maybe not really. Not, no, certainly <laughs> no, not, uh-uh. not not this big. No, um, but like <laughs> not any not, big. Well, I know you don't have. I'm not saying you have a yacht. Yeah. I'm just saying that, like you know, like you, I, I like I, I like looking at really expensive cars because it's yeah, fun. I'm, right. I, I, yeah. I'm not saying you have this. Yeah, but like I can understand you need some level of crew to maintain a yacht like this. Yeah, the do one need- thing about all boats is uh, they always are trying to sink. Yes, Always. it's the maintenance. Yeah, it's why I would never bad. get a boat because it's, me too. I, it's just Any it would be size. too frustrating. Correct. But like three hundred sixty thousand dollars a month it seems like a significant amount of crew for a boat that's not yeah, going well, anywhere. It's a super yacht. How big mm-hmm. is it? Uh, it is three hundred forty-eight feet. Yeah, that's a pretty big boat. That's a Th- pretty big boat. Three hundred million dollar price tag. Yeah. And we're but, but maintaining it. But but again, three hundred sixty thousand dollars a month. Like, can't you do a skeleton? That's, that's is that a skeleton crew? I have no idea. Okay, I have no then, idea. Then. If we're paying for the crew and everything, I think we should give it away. There should be like a Powerball every month. Hey, this family from Arkansas gets a week <laughs> on the boat. Yeah, I love that idea. You know? yeah. We should get something. We're paying out of it. for it anyway. And then seventy five thousand dollars a month in fuel. Like, isn't it just docked? <laughs> I mean, I guess you. I don't you know. It might be on one of those things you got to yeah. just turn it on once in a while just to make sure it turns on. <laughs> I, I think we should sell it. You know, yeah, maybe it's that like, would be nice. You know, when you're in debt at your house and your wife is like, we should sell the boat. Right, yes. And you can't pay any of your bills. We're in that situation. This is every Dave Ramsey show yeah. ever. Uh, <laughs> I so. don't know. Sell a 360-foot <laughs> yacht. But can I'm I, just saying. Can I at least put it this way to you, Glenn? Yeah. For every, almost everybody in this audience, every dollar you will ever spend in your entire life on oh taxes won't even pay for a fraction Of the boat's maintenance. But good news, IRS says taxes, refunds down 25% this year. Oh, good. Oh, yeah.